Welcome to Code Red Talk with Lady Narlene McLaughlin. What is Code Red? Glad you asked. It is building a culture of debt reduction by spiritual renewal, education, and discipline. This podcast will help you to shift your finances and gain physical and spiritual health. So listen closely as Lady Narlene gives you the tools that are needed to break cycles and put us on the right path for success. Sit back, relax, and take mental notes as we dive into the Code Red Talking Podcast with Lady Narlene McLaughlin. Hello, hello, hello. We are back again with Code Red Talk. I'm Tiffany Patrick with Lady Narlene and Timothy Donald. We are super excited. Hey, saints and friends, we are back. Everybody doing okay this morning? Doing great. Excellent. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Listen, so... I gave it a little bit of thought, and I am going to honor our uh, our code red question for this week from that we talked about in our last episode. So we're going to talk about your favorite hymn. I did a little research. I had to go. Oh, wait. you went old school. Oh, I went old school. Oh, good for you. Old school. That's my favorite, favorite, favorite hymn of all is "Amazing Grace." <sighs> and all the four different ways it's sang, I like all of them. Okay. Yeah. Okay, because there's Amazing Grace, How Sweet the Sound, then there's Amazing Grace Shall Always Be, mm-hmm. My Song of Praise. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm, mm-hmm. surprised you with that one. Okay, Amazing Grace. Timothy. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Wait a minute. No I, hymns. Uh, you I, go I, back. I've not been in the hymns. And, and <laughs> it's been a while. Oh. Like <laughs> Amazing so, Grace. Was, okay. Yes. But uh, you gotta, is Battle actually... Mine eyes are seeing the glory of the coming of the Lord. Okay, that one. Yeah, that was signature. Okay, be growing up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like. I I do like Amazing Grace. I'm a big. Um, my mom used to sing "If I Can Help Somebody," um, and I love that one because I think it it actually reflected her as a yeah. person. She was just very yeah. helpful, and wow. so she yeah. was like, you know, God gave me gifts, and so my my responsibilities to. To bless others, and yeah. so I, I like that one. Yeah. I have a couple. The well, Grace is my best friend, and so yes, Grace is, you wrote a book on that. Didn't you? you wrote yeah. a whole book, yeah, on Grace being your best friend. Yeah, without it, none of us would be here. Ooh. Grace yeah. of God, just it's amazing. Amen. Okay, it's amazing. I love Amen. that. Okay, well, see, I am. Like, I got, I got a little out of depth. church with not knowing that having a hymn is like. <laughs> you just <laughs> got to study. You're way some. too old for Mom's Mabley as well, but Mom's Mabley was a female comedian. And she said, uh, people would always ask her what her favorite hymn was. And she said, well, when I go to church, I tell them I'll take him and him and him and him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lots of favorite hymns. Deacon Willie and him over there. Deacon and such and such. I love it. You know, our list for our listeners who maybe are not a part of our our local body um, or who haven't been able to tap into us digitally yet, and this may be their first time um, in exposure with Code Red. Can you share a little bit about the why behind Code Red? How did you even come up with this as an idea? Um, you know, for us as a as a ministry. Well, yeah, um, actually, it, it came through a board meeting here at the church, hmm. and uh, it was in 2018, and we had our end-of-the-year board meeting, and just looking over the financials and looking at where we were going, and the only real debt that the church has is the mortgage. You know, everything else, God has just blessed us with all the stuff and things you see, yeah. and um, 
we we purpose to say, okay, we really want to get from under this debt that the church is under. And we this well, let's just pray about it and just see what God would say and meet again in two months. And so we met again the first of March and we had everybody was supposed to pray and just come back and see what God had said to their heart. And in my prayer time, God just began to speak to me about the whole mindset of our ministry. And we, cause we were talking about how tithing is, is not where it needs to be. And that's across the board in Christendom. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. most people who profess to be Christians just don't faithfully give. Right. And so also across the board in Christendom is most Christians are in debt. Mm. And most Christians are unhealthy and most Christians, all these stats that we were talking about, you know, just in general. And we were like, okay, God, what can we do to really help our people? And in prayer, God just told me that it was way past time to sound the alarm and give an alert to his people. Mm. Because for too many years, we have been living way beneath the privileges and the benefits that he has for us as a people. And so I said, oh my God, that is so true. Mm -hmm. And I, I, already had been doing a lot of teaching in the community on health and wellness of your mind, body, and spirit. And so I came back to the board meeting and I told her about it, what I really felt like we need to do as a ministry. And they were just all like, Oh my God, you're right. That's, that's true. And I'm like, yeah. So we need to really start a campaign to reeducate our people to get them to understand who they are in God and what are the many benefits, not just financially and, and health wise, but I'm talking about truly living that abundant life that Christ has for us. Mm. You know, what, how can we get the mindset of these people changed? And, and just through prayer that God gave me that, that acronym, you know, code red, that cause it's time to sound the alarm, give an alert to my people and let them know that they have been in bondage too long and it's time to come out. So that's where it all originated okay. through, through a board meeting. Did you did you get pushback or what was the response of, of people as you started to talk about and, and socialize this being? being the no, direction? they were like, oh, my God, you're right. You're mm-hmm. right. You know, everybody mm-hmm. was like, you know, you're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. And and even the ones who were kind of OK, marginally in Christ, they were like, mm-hmm. and I said, well, God has more for you because he promised you abundant life, overflowing life, mm-hmm. not just, OK, I go to church every Sunday. I got some friends at church and then my husband get along. OK. And, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, we don't have too much debt. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's still not what God has <laughs> right, for you. Right, right. He has so much more for you than so that. So much more. And when they would understand that, they were like, oh, you're right. You're right. You know, okay, mm-hmm. okay. So, yeah, I didn't. I really, everybody, usually when I mention it to them, they're, like, excited. Mm-hmm. And you're going to always get the resistant ones who, you know, don't want to hear truth mm-hmm. because they're mm-hmm. very comfortable mm-hmm. in the their impoverished state, mm-hmm. in their mindset, and mm-hmm. everything else. Mm-hmm. We have some people who we have a van ministry here at the church, of course, and we have people who have been literally riding the van for 30 years. Oh my goodness. As long as we've had the band ministry. Oh my goodness. And we would talk to them over periods and then say, look, look, we have a car. We can donate a car to you. Mm-hmm. No, I'm good. I don't have my license. Well, no, I can't really afford a car cause I can't pay the insurance and all this. Mm-hmm. And that's just to me, just, just an impoverished mindset. Mm-hmm. And so we just wanted to break some of those strongholds and get people just changed and renewed, you know, overall, you know, yeah. in their mind, their heart, their spirit, and begin to live the life that God has for them. You said something really key there. I think you talked about an impoverished mindset mm-hmm. and that being a form of um, bondage and it's slavery. And it's, it's a form of slavery. And so um, talk a little bit more about how you've seen that in the ministry and the things that you've done and um, just some of the things that um, you've, we've been able to as a ministry done to help break that mindset um, 
pre leading up to Code Red, I'll say. Well, we're in a ministry. We talked for years that, you know, Christ, when he liberates you, he totally liberates you and sets mm -hmm. you free. Mm -hmm. You no longer have to be in bondage or enslaved to anybody or anything, mm -hmm. you know, especially people who are yoked up in relationships and they just got to have this person. Mm -hmm. You used to be a slave to Christ and him alone, mm -hmm. you know, uh, and uh, Romans talks about that. You know, he, when he delivers us out, he breaks that bondage of slavery and all that kind of stuff that breaks that spirit. Mm -hmm. But, um, Getting people to buy into it, mm -hmm. you know, is one thing to say, you know, if you save money, you can one day have what you never had. Right. But it's another thing to say, okay, I'm going to save money. And so, <laughs> right, you know, right, right, right. You, you can tell <laughs> people, nice. you don't have to live like this anymore. Yeah, mm -hmm. but, you know, I kind of like my little place or I kind of like, you know, where I am. Why? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, you know, when mm -hmm. there's so much more, it's like, mm -hmm. do you really purpose to go to heaven? Because it's going to be so far extreme from what we're experiencing now. Mm -hmm. And you don't even want to take the next step to get the next level of what wow. God has for you. Mm -hmm. There's wow. nothing wrong with right. that. Mm -hmm. And you right. say you're, 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 you're working to go to heaven. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I don't. I don't get it that. It doesn't connect. Something, no, it does not. Is off, it right? does not. It right. does not. So um, that the concept of freedom is that's the message of the gospel. Mm -hmm. When Bishop was talking about the resurrection this week, I mean, he, he rose and he got up so we could be free. Yes. Amen. We could be whole. Amen. You know, we could be healed. We could be prosperous. He, he got up for those reasons. Right. You know, we shout on it. We run around the church on it, but we don't really appropriate it in our heart of hearts and in our minds and in our spirits. Right. We, um, I was talking with someone the other day and we were talking about the, um, the emotion of, of being, but not necessarily the experience of being in relationship with, with Christ. And so, um, in the church, sometimes people just run with the emotion, but, yeah. but they, but we lack the experience yeah. and, and, and that's the change. Okay. God mm -hmm. gave us emotions mm -hmm. and he mm -hmm. wants us to express those emotions, mm -hmm. but that's okay. But it doesn't stop there. Mm -hmm. It goes far beyond there. When you walk in the experience of knowing God, mm -hmm. oh, you will be emotional. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. you will exhibit emotions exactly. of not just happiness and you know glee, but emotions of compassion, yes, and sympathy and empathy because that's what Jesus was. Yes, it's it's almost like a, a graduation of emotion. It's no longer just the. Um, I'll say the the basic about me emotions. It's not the silly childlike emotion. No. Yes. Kids just giggle about nothing. Yes. And you'll have to go in the room sometimes and say, what are you guys laughing about? Right. What are you guys, you know, so right. happy about? You know, right. they don't know. Just right. being they silly. Just still, yeah. But as we grow in Christ, you know, it's like Paul said, I put, put away childish things. And those mature emotions yeah. come in place. Yep. Yeah. The compassion, yeah. the love, the forgiveness is, is, a, yeah. is a mature emotion. Yeah. So, so the cold red thing is just a lot bigger than just I want to get out of debt. Okay. Oh yeah, I want to lose this for 30 pounds or mm -hmm. yeah, I want to get healthy. It goes far beyond that. Okay. It's about really sounding that alarm to people to tap into who they are in God mm -hmm. and what he has in store for them. Amen. I, when you, when we launched this, um, I appreciated that it wasn't just a campaign, right? Mm -hmm. A quote unquote yeah. campaign. It really was. And you were very explicit about it being a cultural shift absolutely, and becoming a lifestyle. And I think that's for me, that's what resonated like, okay, it's not just about, you know, the biggest loser. We're going to mm -hmm. see who's going to drop these 10 pounds. And, and next year we going to see 20 pounds back. Right. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't about yeah. that. It was really yeah. understanding yeah. and connecting, um, the abundant life yeah. that God has for us on earth. God just just wants us to get out of debt. He mm -hmm. said, I don't want you to owe man anything but mm -hmm. love. Mm -hmm. Are you walking in love? Mm -hmm. You know, it's interesting doing this code red, this uh, COVID-19 thing that uh, a lot of people 
are believing God that, you know, it's not going to come near them. It's not going to touch them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. This thing's going to pass over me and all that kind of stuff. And, mm-hmm. and that's all well and good to have that type of faith. You know, mm-hmm. I have that type of faith. Mm-hmm. But we stop short when, again, we don't want to see the full picture. Mm-hmm. This whole cold red thing is to get people prepared for any attack that's mm-hmm. going to come in life. Because right. they are going to come. Right. They're going to come. It's so God don't want you just shedding 30 pounds. And like right. I said, you go right back to your own ways. Right. And then when the next big wave comes, you're not oh my ready. God, I'm not ready mm-hmm. because I'm overweight and I'm mm-hmm. sluggish and I'm tired, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's about shifting your whole mindset, mm-hmm. your whole makeup pretty much, right. you know, right. to get prepared for what, ever betides whatever comes our way that's the old school word betide. and so anyway yes it is <laughs> but it's getting prepared for that if you are healthy and strong right now doing this code red virus mm-hmm. and, and elder tim can attest to this mm-hmm. you will be able to fight it off yes. mm-hmm. but because so many americans in particular mm-hmm. are not healthy mm-hmm. Overweight. They are struggling from obesity and high blood pressure and diabetes and all these type things. Yes, they're more vulnerable. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're considered the weaker ones. And Bishop mm-hmm. is often preached about when the enemy, the prey is out to get someone, he's going to look for who? The, the, weaker weaker the weakest ones, ones yes. first. Yes. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. weakest ones. Mm-hmm. And that's how we can see from the statistics right now. It's the weaker ones mm-hmm. that are dying. That are vulnerable and, and dying. Absolutely. Uh-huh. And so Code Red is to prepare us and equip us for life, to be victorious mm-hmm. in life. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Financially, you'll, you'll be set. You know, mm-hmm. health-wise, you're set. You can ward it off. You can fight it off. Mm-hmm. You know, emotionally, even this this isolation thing that mm-hmm. so many people are crying about, you know. Yes. How often in the scripture does God tell us to get away get with away. him, mm-hmm. to get in his Come face, away to get in his my, presence, yes. you know, to talk to him, to meditate on his word day and night. Yeah. But we don't do it. Right. Yep. So he said, okay, you're not prepared. You you don't do this very often. So now you're about to freak out and lose it mm-hmm. because I'm going to go crazy. I can't sit this out the boy. I just can't. Mm-hmm. Had you been in his face all along, mm-hmm. you'd be like, oh, God, thank you for more time now mm-hmm. to just seek your face and mm-hmm. the quietness and the peace and to the serenity. Hear, yeah. To hear the instruction that he yeah. has and the, the vision and yes. the direction, right? Yeah. Now, Timothy, as, as someone who was a part of this, um, I'll say the, the launch and hearing it for the first time as a as a member of this local body what was your response um when we when code red was launched and as you first heard i was like hoorah (laughs) (laughs) and then lady and then lady changed it and did a lesson on ruah and what that means um Mm -hmm. i was excited being that um like i said god had changed the way i took care of my body Mm -hmm. and had really been ministering to me over the years of how my body is the temple and making sure that I take care of it the way he would want me to take care of it. And then to hear a lady um, make the statement about cold red and the renewing of the mind, uh, I think that God was literally had been preparing me to just be one of the troops up underneath her. To be in place. To be in place, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. already getting me prepared. I knew God was doing something with me. I just didn't know what he was doing. Mm-hmm. And I was just trying to follow the orders of what he was saying. And then lady came along and she, she sounded the alarm. I mean, it was like the right. trumpet being blown. And, right. and if you were, you know, I felt like a horse at the uh, Kentucky Derby. I was in go. that stall and I was like, let, let, let's do this. Let's, right. you know. And so the energy and then to see her and to see her discipline. And I know when lady grabs hold of something and Bishop as well, and they announce something, 
It's from the heart. Mm -hmm. It's from God. And they believe in it. And it's not going to be, like you said, just this little fad that we're going to do. It's mm -hmm. going to be something that is going to be a lifestyle change. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I've experienced that from being here for 20 years at this church. And then so when she said it, I said, okay, God, this is what you've been preparing me for. Yes. So now submit yourself and then listen and be guided by this and be an example. Yes. Paul talk, told Timothy and told, uh, talked in the Bible about, he, he made it clear, be an example to the believers mm -hmm. and to the other ones. Be that example. When people see these words, they must become life, mm -hmm. and they got to dwell amongst us. Mm -hmm. So when, when people see code red, I want them to, when they see me, they mm -hmm. should see code red in action. Right. So that's how I feel. I felt, I, I felt ready to go. Ready and to go. It, it was a pleasure to be a part of this team and to follow up underneath this great general. Yes. Yeah. I love the, the, the conversation around it not being a fad or not being temporary, but right. a lifestyle change. Mm -hmm. And um, I was looking at and reading about butterflies, as a matter of fact. Mm -hmm. And so um, when, you, when we think of change and we think of transition, we, wow. you know, sometimes it's, it's symbolized by butterflies. But in my in my research, I realized I, for some reason, I just thought when a caterpillar went into the chrysalis, the, the everything was already there and then it just turned into a butterfly. But what I what I learned was it actually there's a change at a cellular level mm -hmm. wow. that, that, that the things that were that the, the caterpillar mm -hmm. always had butterfly cells in, in it, him, in, mm -hmm. in him. Yeah. Um, but it had to kind of go way uh go get reorganized it goes it liquefies all the way down and then it builds it back up isolation had to get it. an isolation it's like salvation it is mm -hmm. and so there was there was a death but there was a life and there was a change and so I appreciate this being not just a, an outward change, but a true cellular change. Right. And and going along that butterfly thing too, do you realize that butterflies the wave links when they flash their little mm -hmm. delicate wings so mm -hmm. delicate so beautiful mm -hmm. and it's just awesome to just watch them flying and you think that's all they are they're just beauty created just, by god just mm -hmm. us to watch them. Mm -hmm. but you know that they're butterflies if enough of them are flying together hmm. they can literally change the energy that comes from them flying together can change weather yes. patterns wow way across other parts of the world it can change weather patterns i did not know that that is the impact that god wants us, us as believers yes. to have change. on the atmosphere change. Change. to change the atmosphere, the atmosphere. Mm. Right. The, those small and that we want to look pretty we want to look like a christian and mm -hmm. dress up and mm -hmm. you know and say the nice little christian words mm -hmm. but are you impacting the earth? Hmm. Are, are you, and you may think you're small and you know, we can't do much. What can we do? Mm -hmm. But God said, no, if I can do this with a delicate, beautiful little butterfly, yes. what can I do with you? And so it's, it just goes far beyond that. We have to just look deeper into the word. You know, mm -hmm. and God said it's a, it's a mystery and there are hidden treasures in it. But when we read surfacely the word, you just mm -hmm. read it through service. Oh, I read my two chapters for the check day. Check and check. You know, yeah. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. did you digest it? Mm -hmm. Did you assimilate it? Did it get down into your spirit mm -hmm. where you can now say, okay, God, this has got to become action in me. Somebody mm -hmm. was talking about, um, you know, Paul being that example. So I want to be an example. The word is, is literal. It's, it's, Jesus made it a lie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The average Christian reads their Bible maybe once a month. Mm-hmm. So sad. How are yeah. you going to get the word in you and assimilate it? Except you now see it manifest right. it. Right. People living it, demonstrating it, walking in it, you right. know. And so, uh, yeah, it's, it's much more than just, okay, that's cute. Those t-shirts are cute. I got to get me one. <laughs> right. Uh, what are you going to do with that t-shirt when you put it on? It's like right. putting on that 
Christian T-shirt. Mm-hmm. I'm a Christian. Mm-hmm. And what are you gonna do with it? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's much more than just that. I, I I enjoy again just the reminder of the lifestyle piece of it. You know, sometimes we put on being a Christian. Mm-hmm. You know, we we put it down and say, you know, I ain't always been saved, or the Lord knows my heart to yeah. excuse whatever action is is about to happen. Versus really leaning in and saying, okay, God, do a new work in me, so I I don't have to you know put put being a believer down and a follower of you down, but I know how to, um, to, to use that to my advantage and to, to really walk in what you have for me. Um, even though sometimes it, it, it might not feel great, but, um, it's that transition and that life change. So you think it felt good when that butterfly was trying to get out of that cocoon? No, (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure it didn't try to break out of that thing. Right. Yeah. Felt felt good when Jesus was hanging on that cross and, Lay yeah. in that grave. And yeah. It doesn't feel good to get to your shall be, to the destined purpose that God has for our life. And so mm-hmm. that's the part of the, the mind shift thing that we have to get to. And it doesn't just start with the mind. It actually begins in the heart. Because mm. if your heart has not been changed, and that literally has to begin with God transforming your heart. Mm-hmm. Yes. Really doing a new work in you. Even for Christians that are born again, I'm mm-hmm. saved, mm-hmm. you know. But your heart really hasn't fully been changed. Mm-hmm. Because if it were it's like again, it's like a child who you would tell them, "Well, you need to eat your eat your eat your food. Eat your vegetables. You're mm-hmm. gonna grow up one day, be healthy and strong. You need mm-hmm. your food." Well, I don't want to. I don't want to. But if their heart is right, they know that whatever their parent says is for their good. Yes. Mm-hmm. They know that they need to yes. walk in obedience to their parent, mm-hmm. and they're gonna eat their food. Mm-hmm. You know, because it starts in the heart. After a while, their mind will adjust to that and say, "You know what? I don't even need to argue with mama. She knows. You know, she knows what's best for me. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to eat my cereal." Because you'll hear them telling their sibling. The smaller one, you need to just go ahead and eat it. Right, don't even argue. Yeah, walk in the and do it. Right, and right. then after a while, it gets in your system where I really like broccoli. You mm-hmm. know, it's really good, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you begin to feel the effects of it. Mm-hmm. And that's the way the word of God is. You know, people don't want to hear it initially. You know, they'll say, "Oh, you know, I, I sounds good," but you know, nah, nah, nah. Mm-hmm. the heart hasn't been changed yet mm-hmm. because the whole everything in it is good. Yeah, everything. Yeah. And he says, oh, taste and see. Mm-hmm. It's good. That it's good. But we don't receive we don't that. Receive we don't receive that. Your heart ain't right. So for our listener who may be sitting there and saying, you know, I, I know that I need a heart change and I know that um, maybe my heart's not right. What what can they do? Should they do? How can well, they Well, it has to start with prayer. It, prayer and repentance. Mm-hmm. That, you know, God, I'm not living the life that you call me to live. I know there's a better life for me. So change my heart, Mm -hmm. you know, God, go into my heart of hearts. And those things that you desire for me, let them be my desires. Mm -hmm. Help me to die daily, Mm -hmm. to put off the the lusts of this flesh and the cravings of this world and the things that are not good for me, not healthy for me, God. Change my heart. You know, we we know it's just on the diet side of it. Literally, I have to pray against the stronghold of desiring sweets and desiring mm-hmm. those things I know and I because God changed my heart. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll have no desire for that. Mm-hmm. I don't want a desire for that. And but again, many people don't want to pray that prayer because again, they're still stuck on them. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It it can be it 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 can be a little um I'm not going to say overwhelming, but concerning when you're like, okay, I'm, I, I don't want to give it up, especially if you don't want to give something up, yeah. right? right. And, and you enjoy it. It's tough to say, okay, God, I know it's not and what good for that, me. Take it away from me. Right. <laughs> right. right. I, I right. still want this. I want mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And God's like, well, what about what I want for you? Yes. It's not your will, but my will for your life. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, it goes all the way down to the cellular level. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's what I want for you. Right. 
So, yeah, it's, uh, I, I'm not going to paint this picture that living this life, this code red life, mm-hmm. is something easy. No, there's a lot of discipline and mm-hmm. there's a lot of forsaking and a lot of putting off. Right. Mm-hmm. But all of these are scriptures that God tells us to do. Yeah, put exactly. off the old man. Put on a new man. Exactly. Be renewed you know, in your mind and all of this type of stuff. It takes fervent discipline and being steadfast and being focused mm-hmm. on what's at hand. When they are making all of these strategies right now to fight against this code red beast that everybody's fighting against now. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have to make strategies, they have to plan, then they have to implement those plans. And they keep saying, it's going to take time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's exactly. going to take time. It does. This is not going to be overnight. Mm-hmm. And so this whole walk, it's going to take time, your mm-hmm. whole lifetime, mm-hmm. walking this thing out. So I um um so it's springtime and so um I went to Home Depot to catch some fresh air and uh, I bought a couple plants right and so what I appreciate about it was I didn't buy the seeds because I, I for whatever reason they don't they don't they don't they don't grow it. with you they don't grow <laughs> with me okay somebody else has to start it but what I appreciate about just that whole process is um about lilies and so I realized that you know lilies bloom they will eventually bloom but I have to take care of mm-hmm. the plant I have to make sure it has enough light and I have to make sure that it's gotten nutrients in the soil and I gotta you know crack an eggshell every once in a while and put it in there and I talk to my plants as well right mm-hmm. and so um but I think sometimes as believers or just as people in general we want to put something in the ground and then it's it, it bears day. fruit the next day mm-hmm. and that's not instant how, gratification instant that's gratification yeah. that's not how that works no. right and so um it's like when you're you know when you're growing something you put it in the ground you wait a little bit you see maybe just like a little bit of a little not even a, a whole sprout just like a curve of a sprout that might look out. like yeah. yeah and then you see the little piece and then it grows a little bit more and then you start to see a little bud of fruit it's not even it's not even fruit yet it's just a little bud mm-hmm. and so um sometimes just you know, resetting back to, okay, just because I put it in the ground today or just because I, you know, took a walk or I ate a a healthy meal, that doesn't mean that tomorrow I'm going to lose 30 pounds or that, you know, my everything's going to be healed. We can wish it, hope it, name it, claim it, frame it, decree it. (laughs) Yes. It's not going to (laughs) happen. I have tried. It's not going to happen. No, it takes a time. No, it takes times. a little time. Yeah. I'm going to eat this, but I'm believing yes. that you're going to be every calorie in this thing. Yes. You know, it's like, yep, when you get up and go get on a treadmill, I sure am, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it, but as an encouragement, I think to our listeners, right, it does start with, you know, every, every journey starts with one step, right? But um, it's about taking the next step and the next step and being disciplined and just mm-hmm. being encouraged that you'll get to the destination. And I think that you miss the lessons that you would get along throughout the, the along the way mm-hmm. the process. Mm-hmm. If you just go there and you get the tulip or the the lily mm-hmm. and it's already grown mm-hmm. and you take care of it, you you get the lesson from just taking care of it. Mm-hmm. But like you said, there's a whole process of taking that 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 bud, that putting seed. it in the mm-hmm. ground. Mm-hmm. You miss that, and it, it reminded me of the children of Israel and why God didn't just deliver them. Mm-hmm. And then Lady mm-hmm. did a great lesson on th- on this and you probably could pull that up on on our um, virtual church mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. but it's talking about why they didn't just get delivered but he said I'll deliver them little by mm-hmm. little uh, there was lessons that he wanted them to learn. There was a relationship that he wanted mm-hmm. to build with them mm-hmm. throughout this journey exactly and you think about the manna that they had in the wilderness as well and they were eating the manna it was exactly what they needed. Um, if you look up coriander seeds and look mm-hmm. at a picture of it, mm-hmm. it almost looks identical to mm-hmm. oatmeal. 
Ah, they okay. almost look identical. Okay, and it's like oh, the oatmeal that I eat every morning, and I don't <laughs> put a lot of stuff in it. Enjoying it, mm-hmm. it's like a manna, but it's everything that they needed to purify them, and then also to get some of the stuff that they had in them out that they the, were desiring to mm-hmm. get it out of them. Okay, and the, the children of Israel were, weren't even thinking about the past at that particular time. It was the mixed multitude that was with them too, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that reminded them of some of the things that they were were that they missed. We talked about the watermelons and the and the and those leeches things, the and leeks garlic and those garlic mm-hmm. leaves. But the children of Israel, if you're focused on what God has called you to do in this plan, you have a little you you'll feel some desires, but you then need to 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 make sure that your environment is clean mm-hmm. so that there are certain things that are not reminding you. Remember the enemy is coming to remind That's you of so those good. old ways mm-hmm. and he wants you to turn back. But you need to continue to look forward mm-hmm. to what God has placed in front of you. So take the sweets out of the cabinet. Take the sweet, don't you, buy oh, them when it. you go to you the store. You have to get it out of, 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 of the cabinet. <laughs> Got it. You got to cleanse your home and your cabinet. <laughs> got it. Yeah. <laughs> Along with your body, you got to yes. cleanse those things. Yes, yes. your environment. Mm-hmm. I love that. So as we as we draw to a close, yes. right? So as we as as our listeners are um, kind of taking everything in, what are a few things that you would leave them with with regards to building a foundation of um, you know, faith and finance and family and uh, just with regards to sounding the alarm code red, code red wise. Well, again, you, you've got to be ready to build. A lot yes. of people want a house, but they're not ready to build hmm. for various reasons. Mm-hmm. Financially, or they're not responsible. They don't even take care of the apartment they got. So before you can lay a foundation, that soil has to be prepared mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. You just can't build a foundation on any type of soil. Mm-hmm. You know, so it starts with that heart. That heart has got to be ready mm-hmm. and, and ready to make that change, ready to come out of bondage, ready to walk in the liberty, the victory that God. A lot of people fear their calling from God. They really do. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they say, yes. but if I do that, then I'll be able to hear God clearly. And mm-hmm. he's made, what if he tell me to go to, I don't want to go on the mission field. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I keep telling you, it's not about you. The eye keeps yeah, coming yeah, up. We, mm-hmm. we, we do. So we have to purge ourselves of all those type things. Make sure that the foundation is pure mm-hmm. and the foundation uh, doesn't have a lot of cracks in it and all that kind of stuff. And there's no other foundation but in Christ. And so having that proper relationship with him, we really don't understand why he died. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't. Mm-hmm. All, all I know is I got saved and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but you didn't grow. You didn't mm-hmm. get in the word. Mm-hmm. No proper foundation was laid. And therefore, you're still a child and you've been saved 30 years old. Right. So still you, a babe you in can't Christ. skip. Yep. Yeah. You will not be able to build a house if you do not have a foundation laid. Right. Amen. You I can build it. But what did Jesus say about that? As soon as the rain comes, as soon as the trial comes, yep. it's going to fall. Yeah. And so we have to have that solid foundation of understanding who we are, mm-hmm. whose we are. What is his purpose for our lives? Why did he save me? Yep. Why did he redeem me? And once you get that full understanding, you're like, wait a minute. He didn't <laughs> save me that I might stay like this. Mm-hmm. No. To, he, to grow he, and he, enjoy. Yeah. yeah. And so then you'll begin to want to build on that and grow on that. And that's what I've been seeing with people who heard about the cold red thing. Oh, my God. How can I buy into this? How mm-hmm. can I get into this? Some of them for the wrong reasons. Right. You know, they right. just want to get rich or want to, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. look nice or whatever. The outcome. No, it's right. far beyond that. Right. You're right. not healthy just so you can look fine and look good. <laughs> you're there so you can be strong during times of war. Yes. So you will not succumb to the enemy. You're yes. not so fatigued and, and burned down in your mind that when any type of situation comes, you fall apart. You buckle under mm-hmm. that pressure because mm-hmm. you're not physically healthy. Right. So know why, lay the foundation and then know why mm-hmm. God wants to, he's with lively stone. Mm-hmm. 
you know, he wants to build us yes. to be mighty temples, you know, to honor okay. him. So it's just, you gotta, you, you gotta start with you. I love it. I love it. It's a heart check. Yeah. This really is a, a heart check and yeah. making sure that, um, our hearts are right. And that if not, we can go to God in prayer and let him do, let the, him do that it, heart surgery it. and mm-hmm. purge it and cleanse our hearts. I love that. Timothy. Yes. And I had these notes and it was <laughs> right in line with what lady was saying, Matthew seven, um, 24, talking about the foundation, mm-hmm. the foundation has to be laid on the word of God. Mm-hmm. And it's gotta be on that, the, the, the rock, which is, which is Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, what's unique about the two houses that were built, one was built on the, on the rock and one was built on the sand. What you build it on does not stop the storms from coming. Mm-hmm. The storms are going to come at That's both powerful. houses. Yes. Okay. COVID-19 is coming at Christians mm-hmm. and non-Christians mm-hmm. alike. Mm-hmm. It's coming. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's here. It's mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. But what determines who's going to make it through is the one who built their house on that mm-hmm. solid, that solid rock. foundation. Amen. And mm-hmm. if you, and this lady is talking generational as well. She's not just talking about a fad like we were talking about. If that rock is, is laid there and that foundation is there, it could be there for years and mm-hmm. years. Your family can build upon mm-hmm. that. And we mm-hmm. see that in the Jewish community. Mm-hmm. They're building and mm-hmm. building upon this solid rock mm-hmm. that, was, that, that is there. So it's got to start with the word of God, the solid rock. And we're in the spirit. you got to then, the transition has got to be that your body does not belong to you. Mm-hmm. Know ye not. That, that scripture in 1 Corinthians six nineteen. he starts out with what? And then a question, mm-hmm. know ye not. Like, mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. Do you not know that yeah. your yeah, body? What are you doing with your <laughs> body? What? Are you doing? <laughs> right. Yeah. right. I mean, he's like, what are you doing? Your body is the temple. We right. don't go to church. We don't have church. We, we are, are the, the church. church. Exactly. Okay. So now if our bodies are the temple, all of this is going on. Mm-hmm. How is your temple responding to this mm-hmm. crisis that is coming? Exactly. And like ladies saying, there are going to be more that comes. Yeah. 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 So we have to be ready. That's the foundation. And then we'll get into the simple things of the, 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 the pyramid with the with mm-hmm. with a cardio and resistance and mm-hmm. then nutrition. We'll mm-hmm. get into those things. But it's got to start with the word. It's got to start with the foundation, mm-hmm. because if you don't have the heart change, mm-hmm. it's just a fail yep. to you. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's not going to be a lifestyle. change. Yep. Yeah. You won't last. Yep. You'll fizzle out. That's great. That's great. Well, listen, uh, that is our time today. I'm really, really excited about, um, you know, having the foundation and really having an appreciation, not for, not only for just what Code Red is, but um, the history and the spirit and the heart behind, behind it uh, for us. And for our listeners, we're going to ask you to, to share this uh, podcast. We're going to ask you to subscribe. We really want to stay connected. Uh, if you want more information, you can check us out on our website, www.tphim.org. And as for today, that's it. That's All right. Weird. We'll Ruha. see you the next time. All right. <laughs> We're going to talk about Ruha next time. Yes. I think that'll be a good one. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>